0: Hey, do you have an Amazon Echo? If so, Popcorn Finance now has an Alexa skill. All you need to do to set it up is just say, Alexa, enable Popcorn Finance. And that's it. And you can listen to this episode and all of the previous episodes directly from your Amazon Echo. So why not give it a try and let me know what you think. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I, I was just listening to your podcast, your episode actually on um 2018 uh goals well done you are almost 92 or 98 percent there that's amazing it's really amazing yeah i guess um you set a smart goal based on what you do on here i'm gonna check you out on other social media platforms uh wishing you a great day i am over here in the united kingdom speak to you soon take care great podcast bye Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. As always, I appreciate you coming back and joining me for another episode. And also a big thanks to Deborah for calling in. In Deborah's call, she was referring to episode 60, where I gave an update on my 2018 financial goal, which was to build up a six-month emergency fund. At the time I recorded that episode, I was pretty close to meeting my goal of hitting that six-month mark. And by the end of June, I will be done. So, really happy to have that off of my plate. And, you know, if you want a little bit more information on, you know, my thoughts on emergency funds and the importance of saving, make sure you go back and check out episode 12, where I go into all those details and my thoughts and, you know, a rough day I was having at work all rolled into one. So, now that I've met that financial goal, it's time to move on to the next one. I can't, can't sit here and revel in that, that victory for too long. So, I'm gonna move on to my next item on my list. And what put this next goal on the top of my mind was me doing something that I know I really shouldn't be doing. And that's reading the comments on Facebook. And I know that's the number one rule on the internet that you shouldn't read the comment section ever really. I mean, unless you just want to get a good laugh, you really shouldn't read the comments, especially when those comments are attached to something that's about you. And I don't mean the comments that you all leave me. You know, I always read all of those, anything you put on the popcorn finance Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter. I always read those things and, and try to respond back to you all. But I'm talking about the comments that were on an article that was done by NerdWallet in their How I Ditch Debt series. I want to give a shout out to Steve Nicastro for allowing me to be a part of the series. He interviewed me about my, my struggles with debt and how my wife and I paid off over $27,000 in credit card debt. And I mentioned that you know plenty of times here on the podcast. I won't, I won't bore you with those details again. If you do want to hear our story, if you haven't heard it yet, uh, just go check out episode 32. That's the first in a series of three episodes that I did with my wife where we talk about our whole debt journey and all the stuff that we went through. So that's all there for you if you want to check that out. So in this article that I was interviewed for, I mentioned that a side effect of me paying down my debt was that my credit score started to improve pretty rapidly. And this allowed us to secure financing for a car from our wife really easily. And this is where the comments started. You know, I'm not going to read to you all the comments that were on there, but to give you a general idea, uh, some of the things I saw were, why would he pay down debt just to take out an auto loan? Or, you know, he spent all this effort in getting debt free just to take on more debt. Doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. And you know what? I can understand where they're coming from. I know that there's many people who are strongly against auto loans. And, you know, I've come to be in favor of, you know, looking for reliable used cars now and, you know, in place of buying something brand new, because, you know, most of the depreciation in a car is going to occur in the first few years. So why not bypass all of that and buy a car at, you know, if you want something a little bit newer at a much more reasonable price, or even have the ability to buy cash if if you're in a position to do so. And, you know, I always try to be open and honest with you all here on the podcast. You know, I don't think there's any shame in in talking about mistakes that you've made or things that you've done that you have not been proud about uh, financially. So I, I'll be open and, and just say, you know, looking back now, you know, I probably should have done something a little bit differently. I, I probably, it probably would have been a better idea for me to just go ahead and find a used car. But at the time my wife had gotten in a car accident, we didn't have cash on hand to buy a car. So I just was focused on now ah, Let me find a car that's going to be reliable and safe for her. And you know, something I can easily get without spending too much of my time researching and and it was getting, getting a new car at the time seemed like the best option. And by no means was this a luxury car because it was not, <laughs> not at all. Uh, but you know, after you factor in taxes and fees, it was near $24,000 that we ended up having to take out in the loan. But with the solid credit score that I had at the time, my interest rate was just a little over 2%, which was much better in comparison to the 20% that I was uh, being charged on some of the credit cards that we had. But anyways, that was a few years ago. And now with our emergency fund complete, This car loan is the next thing on my list. So at this point, it's just over $9,000 left on this. And I'm going to be focusing all my efforts on getting rid of this thing and not having to worry about it. And my goal is that I'll have it paid off by November of this year. So you may be wondering, why is this my next goal? No, it's not because of those Facebook comments. It's, (laughs) you know, as, as irritated as I got when I first saw those. And to be honest, you know, a little hurt because you're like, you know, anytime you see something about yourself, you, you automatically go to a place where you're like, oh, man, why would they say that? You know, that's not what I meant. Or, you know, I was just trying to do the best. And, you know, that's all we can do is do our best financially. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to do things that, you know, we can look back on and say, oh, I wish I would have done that differently. But if you make a mistake, you acknowledge it, you do what you need to do to correct that mistake. And then you just move on to the next thing. And that's just a lesson learned. Why I decided to choose this item was, was really cash flow. So when I can say cash flow, what I mean is the amount of cash that I have flowing out of my bank account every month. So for this car, the monthly payment is around $400 a month. And I would like to use that money each month for, for something else, primarily for a move me and my wife are thinking about making either towards the end of this year or maybe early 2019. And for me, I like the idea of once this car is paid off and we have that cash available, that if wherever we decide to move ends up costing us a little bit more than where we currently live, it won't impact our ability to save for the future and for retirement. Any additional dollars that we would use for living expenses would come from that amount that was going to the car. So for me, I really like that idea of freeing up that money. So now that you know my new financial goal, I'd love to hear what one of your goals is for 2018. You can go to popcornfinance.com voicemail and you can just send me a voicemail right there from your phone, from your computer, whatever you have handy. You can record a short voice message and I would love to play it here on the show. Or if you're not the type that likes to record your own voice, Don't worry, you can just send me a message through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just search for Popcorn Finance and then you can send it to me there and I'll read it here on the show. And I'll also put a link to all this in the show notes so that way you can just click the link there and it can take you to leave me a voicemail or it'll take you directly to my social media profiles and you can just shoot me a message right from there. So thanks again for joining me as always for this little more informal bag of popcorn than I normally do. But this was just something that had been on my mind the past couple of weeks. And I got this great call from Deborah. I was like, hey, why not make this this week's episode? So as always, I appreciate you joining me. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And I'll talk to you soon.